Well, hello again, everyone. Welcome to the Red and White Authority. I'm Art Regner. This is episode 167. And as always, the Red and White Authority is presented by Labatt Blue. Whether it's winter, spring, summer, or fall, it's always great to end your day of work with a nice, ice-cold, frothy Labatt Blue. It is the official Canadian beer of the Detroit Red Wings, but we do ask that you drink our premium beer responsibly. With that said, this is kind of a a different uh, Red and White Authority here, episode 167. It's something we've done in the past. As many of you know, the... NHL entry draft was on July 23rd and 24th. The uh, Red Wings ended up uh, taking eight players in that draft. And uh, I was uh, able to talk to three of the top four picks uh, for our website, DetroitRedWings.com. Now, uh, so what we decided to do is talk to Simon Edvinson. The 6'5", 207-pound defenseman, left-handed shooting defenseman from Forlunda. Uh, goaltender Sebastian Kosa picked in the first round with the 15th overall pick. The Red Wings traded up from uh, technically 23 uh, with the Dallas Stars uh, to grab Dallas's pick at 15. Kosa, 6'6", 212-pound goaltender from the Edmonton Oil Kings. And then after some maneuvering, the Red Wings did have a second-round pick. Pick 36 is uh, uh, Shai Buam. Uh, whom uh, I, I did not get the opportunity to speak with. And then in the third round, pick 70, Carter Mazur, who was born in Detroit, raised in Jackson, Michigan, uh, six feet, 167-pound right wing, and uh, played in the Little Caesars program where his coach was Chris Draper. With all that said, let's begin with the first interview. Here's the Red Wings' number one pick, sixth overall in the 2021 NHL entry draft. From Sweden, where else? Simon Edvinson. It gives me great pleasure to welcome in the newest Red Wing, drafted sixth overall, first round of the 2021 big strapping defenseman, left-handed shot from Frölunda, but from Sweden. Simon Edvinson joins us. Simon, congratulations. How are you feeling right now? I'm just, uh, yeah, so thankful and, and excited and, yeah. I can't speak right now. I, I'm just so, so happy. Well, I'm happy for you. I can see it on your face. What kind of interaction did you have with Detroit? Did you two, uh, Chris Draper, Steve Eisenman, was it Hockett Anderson? What was the process like when you were interviewed by the Red Wings? Yeah, I talked to talked to all those guys and, and we had a great talk. So, so so it's been a, a good process, and uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm just really happy right now. Well, you know, I think you know that Detroit has a history with Swedish players, a long history with Swedish players, so much so that sometimes when I'm in downtown Detroit, I think I'm in downtown Stockholm. I'll be honest with you. I mean, there's a lot of, there's a big Swedish connection here. How aware are you of that in that you are now adding to the legacy of Swedish hockey players in the Detroit Red Wings. Yeah, as I said before, I'm just so happy and and to be a part of uh, Detroit family is uh, is amazing. To be a part of uh, the fans and and uh, the original six is it's it's amazing, just amazing. 
when uh, I know that uh, on an earlier call set up by the NHL a couple of weeks ago, you were talking about being a big Nick Lindstrom fan. Obviously, his jersey, when you get to Detroit, it hangs in the rafters. Every home game, you're going to see it. Uh, uh, talk about talk about Nick and and maybe the influence that I don't know if he had on you, but on Swedish hockey in general. And what does it mean to be wearing the same jersey that Nick Lindstrom wore? Yeah, he's. Uh maybe one of the most uh, famous guys in, in Sweden. He's uh, the best defender uh, of all time here in Sweden, a, a big profile and a big idol for me as a person. So, so I, I can't really speak. I'm just, I'm just so happy to, to, be, to be where he has been. And uh, just I'm looking up to him since I was a little kid and he, how he played the game. So, uh, yeah, I'm so I'm so thankful and grateful. So, yeah. How would you describe your style of play? If uh, you know what what can Red Wing fans expect from Simon Edvinson as soon as he hits the ice here at uh, at Little Caesars Arena? Yeah, a, a two way defenseman uh, that that can play the puck and and create offensive chances. Uh, yeah, that also can kill plays. Uh, that uh, yeah, that's uh, use his uh, head and then like to to have the puck and create uh, offensive opportunities. Last year, when I talked to your teammate in Frulunda, I believe Lucas Raymond, when he was drafted, I asked him if he had an own personal timeline to compete to be on the Red Wings. Obviously, you know you're you're a young man yet, and you still have uh, uh, you know I, I don't think there's any rush. Steve Eiserman is going to be lighting a, a fire under you or anything and say, Simon, you got to be here soon. But Lucas was realistic to compete for his spot in the fall of 2021, if possible. Do you have your own personal timeline? When would you like to be in Detroit playing for the Red Wings? Yeah. Uh, after one year, maybe uh, to compete for, uh, for a place there. So, uh, so yeah, I would try to, to compete then. And uh, also you, now, just to, yeah, be better. So you expect to be in through London next year? Is that the, is that maybe the timeline you're going to spend another year in the SHL? Yeah, uh, I will. I think so. Of course, you, I need to. I need to talk to the Steve and and Hawk and uh, and the coaches uh, in Detroit just to to see how it plans. But uh, as, uh, that's my plan for now. Do you? Are you and Lucas Raymond tight? Are you buddies? Are you tight with? There's a lot of Swedish prospects on the Red Wings. Do you know many of them? Are, are you know? Are you uh, uh, you know kind of the the Swedish mafia here for for, for the Red Wings? I mean, are a lot of you guys like we're going to see like uh, a lineup of what you can dress what like 20, uh, 20 skaters or twenty uh, eighteen skaters, two goalies. Are you expect like eight of them are going to be Swedish players? Yeah, I, I know uh, some of the guys. I know Lucas. I know Albert, and uh, I know uh, yeah some of them. And uh, yeah, uh, so uh, it's gonna be amazing the Swedish mafia. So <laughs> <laughs> and, I, you know, I don't want to put you on the spot, but besides knowing the history of Swedish players as Detroit Red Wings, do you know anything about? The city you're about to play in, the city of Detroit, or the state of Michigan. I just know that it's an amazing city and amazing fans, uh, and yeah, I'm gonna be uh, 
gonna be excited to 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 seeing everything and uh, and yeah the rink the the history on the walls just just to be there will be amazing based on that answer alone simon i think you may have you may have a future when your playing days are over many decades from now a future in politics do you have political yeah. aspirations <laughs> uh, no actually not so much <laughs> yeah hey, hey they, that's good who does but all right with all that said you know what do you want to say to red wing fans right now uh there's there's like five thousand people here at little caesar's arena they went wild when your name was called uh, uh just anything that you want to say to the fans and uh uh you know as as a parting shot to them yeah uh, i just want to say uh hello detroit fans and and just happy to be a part of the Detroit family. And now we're going for the Stanley Cup. There you go. I, you know, music to my ears. Simon Edvinson, <laughs> I can't be happier for you. I know this is a, a big moment in your life, your entire family's life. I'm happy for the whole Edvinson clan. And it's always great when a Swedish player is drafted by the Detroit Red Wings. And uh, I appreciate it. Best of luck. Look forward to meeting you very, very soon. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. Really enjoyed talking to Simon, as you can see. I know maybe a man of a few words, but uh, his play will do the talking on the ice. Looking forward to seeing him in the red and white someday. Another player that I'm definitely looking forward to, too, uh, is Sebastian Kosa. The Red Wings obviously needed goaltending, and uh, in their system, the pipeline was a little thin uh, in Red Wing prospects as far as uh, the net goes. But uh, uh, Sebastian Kosa uh, could really, really fit that bill. And so uh, let's catch up with him. Uh, a young man who does not lack confidence. So the Red Wings' uh, second pick in the first round, 15th overall, goaltender from the Edmonton Oil Kings, Sebastian Kosa. Well, it gives me great pleasure to welcome the Red Wings' Second pick in the first round, 15th overall, Steve trades up to get his man, his man, goaltender Sebastian Kosa from the Edmonton Oil Kings. Let's welcome Sebastian and Sebastian, thanks, man. Congratulations. How do you feel right now? What is going through your mind? I appreciate it, Art. Um, yeah, no, right now, uh, obviously, endless emotions are going through right now. It's obviously extremely excited and and I can't wait to get started. Um, obviously, yeah, I'm counting down the days to camp and can't wait to get there. Can't wait to get there, to say the least. What's going through your mind when Detroit trades up? Are you thinking, okay, suddenly red and white are my two favorite colors now. I'm going to be a Red Wing. Did you have an inkling that was going to be that you were going to be called? Uh, yeah, I, I, had a, I had a feeling that it might have been a goalie um, there. And, and, yeah, I had quite a bit of calls with Steve last week. So I think uh, I think I did a good job there and, and showed my personality well. And, obviously, they, they had seen my game, um, you know, through the season. So, yeah, yeah, I think I deserved to, to be that pick. You know, I know I've known Steve longer than I care to admit at this point. Uh, <laughs> but – what 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 were the what were the calls like with him? I mean, what what was that whole? Can you take us through the process? And I know what goes on in the room stays in the room, so I respect your, the privacy and all that. But but yep. you know, what was that like for you? Yeah, yeah. Obviously, they uh, you know that's their job. They they want to know everything about you. Um, you know, they yeah they want to know every deepest you know the deepest darkest secrets you got, and you know they they want to know the person they're getting in their in their draft room. Um, you know, they want a winner, and, and at the day I am, so um, you know couldn't couldn't be more happy. 
Wow, deep dark secrets. You want to reveal a couple? I mean, that sounds pretty. That sounds pretty intriguing. Okay, hey, you're coming to Detroit. Trust me, there's a lot of deep dark secrets in this town. Okay. So and you might just fit right in. <laughs> that's funny. No, yeah, that's that's funny. Yeah, deepest dark secrets. Yeah, every every everything that uh, yeah, obviously everything about you for for obviously the the past couple of years they want to know. So, like I said earlier, they just yeah they want to know the person they're getting and and uh, you know a winner in their in their locker room. Well, the thing I, you know, reading some of the scouting reports, I, I like it as quick as he is tall and you're six foot six. So you're pretty darn quick, you know, does not waste any energy on the ice is agile can move across his net. How would you describe your playing style? Yeah, yeah, I think I'm a big guy who who can move well, like you said. Um, I think I track the puck very well. Um, you know, yeah, I play at the top of my crease. I, like I said, I, I can move well. So, um, you know, I'm always set on the puck, and, and uh, I play very positionally game. I play a very positional game, uh, you know, rely on my angles a lot. And, and yeah, like I said, I, I have a very good truck, uh, puck tracking. You know, uh, your reach too, you know, that, you know, you think because of your size, some guys don't, maybe a guy's going into your crease or thinks he can get to the puck and you're like, hey, dude, I'm 6'6", six, six. this is mine. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you really use your reach to, 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 to your advantage, don't you? Yeah, yeah. With uh, obviously with cutting off pucks, and you know, I think my uh, my angles that I play in my in my game, um, you know, I, I don't have to use my reach as much as I as much as I have. Um, you know, obviously, I'm going to continue to develop that, but no, I uh, definitely not letting anyone come in my crease. Uh, definitely not. <laughs> You're a little edgy. You like to chirp a little bit too, right? I mean, you know, and, and like like with Edvinson and Cider, these guys are six six. You're going to have some some tall mountains. I mean. Chirp away, my friend. You've got some guys there that are going to stick up for you. Uh -huh, no, yeah. <laughs> Not that you can't yeah, handle I, yourself. Uh -huh, no, exactly. Yeah, like I said earlier, um, obviously I can handle myself. But, I mean, uh, at the end of the day, my, my job is to stop the puck. Um, so, with whatever I'm going to be able to do to tell my team. And, obviously, there's a lot of heat that goes on in the game. So, uh, yeah, definitely not afraid to throw a chirp or two around. Good. I love that. Uh, I know that Kerry Price is your idol. However, maybe yep. because of your side, you kind of patterned your game after Jacob Markstrom and, and Pecorine. Can you talk about, you know, w when you're patterning your game, are you constantly breaking down film on those two? Do you know all the, the insides and outs of their game and apply it to your game? Um, yeah, yeah. I think just, you know, obviously Pecorine, um, you know, same size as me, and he moves really well. or He, he moves really well in his crease, uh, you know, obviously, especially in his prime. Um, you know, he had really good hands. And then you look at a guy like Jacob Markstrom, who also who also can move really well in his crease, and, you know, he has extremely good post play. Um, and then, yeah, like like you said earlier with Carey Price, just, you know, his demeanor and net, um, always so calm. Um, you know, he's making his team feel like he, he's not going to get scored on. Um, so, you know, I try and take things from all three of those guys and you know, try and uh, make it into me. You know, I, I want to ask you about, uh, you know, your Fort McMurray, where you're where you live. 2016, you have those terrible forest fires. Then last yep. spring, you have flooding. You've had to abandon your house twice. Thank heaven, nothing happened to your home. But how did that impact you? I'm not trying to get all Oprah on you here or anything, but yeah. I mean, does that make like, you know, hey, giving up a goal is nothing compared to losing your house. I mean, how, what kind of impact did, you know, these catastrophes have on you? 
Yeah, obviously, yeah, well, yeah. When you're seeing your whole city burn down, um, yeah, obviously, yeah, letting go here and there. Um, you know, there's there's bigger things in life at the end of the day. Um, so you know, I think uh, you know the things I really learned from that was just you know the controllables, what you can control and what you can't. Um, obviously, not worrying on the things that you can't control about and that you can't control, and and trying to trying to make the best out of every situation. I think is uh, is really what I took away from it. You know, uh, you, you're also involved in hockey gives blood. What can you tell us about that? Yeah, yeah. Last uh, my 17 year old season, um, Ethan Cap and my team was uh, an ambassador, and, and we went and donated blood for the first time there. Um, half of our team went there, and uh, you know, I, I really asked, uh, you know, just you know how how I could step up. Obviously, it's a great cause, and and uh, you know, being an ambassador, just trying to raise awareness on it, I think is extremely important. So um, something like that, it's uh, to say the least. Um, you know, there's there's never enough blood. Um, so yeah, I think just going out there and then supporting people, and uh, you know, telling and urging people to go to go donate is uh, is a big key. It's a big key. Hey, I'm O negative, so I get oh, okay. asked to donate all the time, you know. So I mean, yeah. I, I you know I compliment yeah. you on that. I I tip my cap uh, uh, to you. Uh, any kind of timeline? Do you? I mean, you know, because you know you're not a collegiate or anything. I think you can come to training camp and uh, you know yep. you'll be at the prospects tournament or whatever it's going to be this year. Uh, you know, you're, do you have an own personal timeline? Have the Red Wings given you any clue of what their plans are for you? Uh, no, not quite yet. Um, obviously, I had a small call there with uh, with Steve right after they got they drafted me. Um, you know, obviously, I think we're gonna have to sit down and talk about that. But like I said, um, yeah, uh, extremely confident in my game, and and if development uh, continues like it is right now, and, and obviously my work ethic, my work ethic is there. Um, you know, I think two or three years, I, I can be playing in the NHL. Sounds great. And finally, and I, I know I kept you way too long, and they're telling me, you know, awesome. shut up. And you, know, and, you know, over the years, you're gonna be, you're, you're gonna be telling me to shut up too. I'm gonna be hounding you, man. Uh, but, well, uh, but, all but with all, <laughs> good. Well, good. Well, then we, yeah, we've no, bonded. I feel, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm gonna say you're my third time. You're my third favorite Red Wing player, and you haven't played a game yet for the team. You know that. Okay, that's how I feel okay, about you, that. Sebastian. You know, I'll take that. I, I'll yeah, take I'm that. into it. You know. <laughs> but, but I, uh, you know, I, when, when you look at, you know, like the whole big picture and being a goalie and being here, do you know anything about Detroit? Do you know anything about the state of Michigan? Have you played during your career? Have you had like a travel team or something come down to the Detroit area? Or is this all brand new to you? Um, no, yeah, yeah, never, uh, never had to come to Michigan. Um, like I said earlier, my, my family's from Sarnia. Uh, I have family in Sarnia and uh, London. So, um, yeah, obviously on, in Sarnia, uh, you're right on the border there. So was there last weekend and, uh, you know, was right there on the bridge. Um, so I've never went to Michigan. Um, obviously know a decent amount about, uh, about Detroit. Um, obviously original six franchise and, and a lot of history there. Um, you know, it's quite a bit of Stanley Cups and, and you know, just want to continue that, continue that resume for sure. Boy, you're there at the Blue Water Bridge, and you're so close to Michigan, yet you yep. didn't make the drive over. Huh? <laughs> oh well. No, <laughs> uh, I was only there for. I, I have an excuse now. I definitely have an excuse now. Oh, buddy, trust me. Ambassador Bridge, the tunnel from Windsor, the the Blue Water Bridge. You're going to be fast tracked to Detroit. I can't wait to see you play as a Red Wing. And you know, and as I said, I know you're into carpentry a little bit. I have some carpentry work that you know I'm all thumbs. So. You know, we're going to have to, you know, cut a little bit of a side deal too, all right? Okay. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good, Art. All right. All seriousness, Sebastian, I'm really, really happy for you, your entire family. I know you've been through a lot, as we said, and, uh, you know, this is, uh, you know, this is a great day for you, and it's a great day for the Red Wings as well. Best of luck in everything. I appreciate your time. Thank you. 
Yeah, I really appreciate it, Art. Thanks. Thanks for having me on here. I have to be honest, I had a lot of fun talking to uh, Sebastian Cosa. Uh, really looking forward to getting to know him a little bit more, and uh, hopefully someday he will cross that Blue Water Bridge into the state of Michigan. I know he will, but hopefully uh, I've got a feeling it's going to be sooner uh, rather than later. Up next, it's uh, third round pick, 70th overall, is Carter Mazer, 6 feet 167 pounds, right-handed shot from the Tri-City Storm. He's committed to going to the University of Denver this upcoming season. Uh, born in Detroit, grew up in Jackson, Michigan, and coached by uh, Chris Draper in the Little Caesars program. Uh, Carter, an overager, drafted at 19, had a wonderful season uh, for the Tri-City Storm. Uh, he was their captain in 47 games played, 20 goals, 24 assists, 44 points, he was a plus eight. He's a right-handed shot, as I said. So let's catch up with Detroit-born, Jackson-raised, Carter Mazur. Gives me great pleasure to welcome Carter Mazur, Red Wings third-round pick, 70th overall in the NHL draft. You know, Carter, welcome. to the, welcome. Thank you for doing this. But usually I say welcome to Detroit. But in a way, I guess I must say welcome back to Detroit in a strange sense because you have quite a history with this city. Sure do. Yes, I do. How, how excited when they mentioned you as a Red Wing? Did you have an inkling that you were going to be a Detroit Red Wing? Honestly, I didn't really have any feeling that I was going to be, but I kind of had a sense that I was going to be drafted my hometown team, which is unbelievable. But I was with my family and my grandpa, my grandma, my mom, and it was just awesome to see their faces when they saw my name drafted by Detroit. It's just unbelievable seeing them crying and in tears of joy. It's just awesome to me, and it's just a surreal feeling for sure. Now, when you see tears of joy, everyone in your family is there sitting there crying. Do you well up with tears in your eyes, or are you just playing it cool? Uh, I would honestly say that there was a little tear or two for sure. It's just crazy seeing your family like that just being so proud and I just feel like the work that I put in and just how much effort they put into it was also a big reason why I got to where I am today for sure. I know that you played for Little Caesars and Chris Draper was your coach. What's that process like? Uh, no longer is he Coach Drapes. He's uh, you know the director of amateur scouting for the Red Wings, and he's talking to you about a potential uh, uh, being a potential draft pick. What was that whole process like? Honestly, it's just crazy. That guy helped me through everything, honestly. He made me who I am today as a player and as a person. He taught me how to carry myself like to be a professional, and it's just something that I can't look back on. It's just something that he gave to me, and I took word for word, and he just – Help me get to where I am, that's for sure. Like, I can't even put it into words how much he has helped me. You know, because you're so familiar with Chris Draper, was your interview process with the Red Wings, were you more at ease than you were when, say, when other teams were talking to you? Um, I would say yes, because he made me laugh and everything, and that's just something that I like, like being laid back and everything. So I would say I was more eased back with the Red Wings for sure. Well, you know, you have that Michigan background. I know you were born in Detroit, grew up in the Jackson area. So, you know, you're a hardcore young man. How would you describe uh, uh, your playing style for Red Wing fans? Yeah, exactly. My play style, I view myself as a 200-foot player that plays physical, and that's kind of when I'm at the top of my game. And also, 
I like to play down low and get pucks to the net. That's something that I always take pride in. That's where you score goals nowadays. So that's just how I'd view myself as a player for sure. You know, you played the USHL for the Tri-City Storm, 47 games, 44 points, including 20 goals. I mean, you're a Red Wing fan, so you know this team needs offense. So are, are you chomping at the bet to get in that red and white and start playing? <laughs> Big time. That, this is probably – this would be the third time we're in the, uh, the Red Wing wheel. So I feel like that's just something special as well. So I feel like that will be awesome for sure. Now, you're going to the University of Denver, uh, and I know that there's uh, a couple of other Red Wing pr prospects. Uh, uh, Shy's going to be there, and uh, uh, it's Tomisto, is uh, Ante Tomisto. So, I mean, you're looking forward to, you know, uh, having a couple of guys that uh, someday you're going to be a, a professional hockey player with. Yeah, it's honestly crazy because Shy is actually was my roommate this fall. Oh, well, not this fall, but this summer. So it's kind of crazy that we were going through the same process, not knowing where we are going to go. And then actually we end up getting drafted to the same team and we kind of build a good bond together as well. So I feel like it's a really good fit for both of us. So I'm excited. So let's be honest here. Final question. Okay. Could you have written this script any better? Not only being a Red Wing, but having Chris Draper interview you. Um, I honestly couldn't even say I could enough. That's just something that I didn't even imagine. It's just something that's so surreal. So it's, it's unbelievable for sure. And, uh, did you talk to Steve at all? Was Steve Eiserman part of this or was it just strictly Chris Draper? Uh, I talked to many other scouts from the Red Wings, but it was, I never talked to Stevie Y, but I've talked to Chris Draper and a bunch of other scouts for sure. Well, look, it doesn't get much better than Chris Draper. If he's vouching for you, that's all. That's good with Steve, you know. Hey, uh, Carter, <laughs> thank you very You know, really, it's like, hey, Drapes, you, you got this, right? Oh, yeah, Carter's our man. Okay, <laughs> just call his name, all right? Let's get this over with. So, uh, no, that's great. Hey, I'm, I'm happy for you. I'm always happy with a kid born in Detroit, raised in Michigan, gets to be a Red Wing. My lifelong dream never happened, but it, it doesn't get any better than that. I wish you nothing but success in Denver and in Detroit. Thank you, Carter. No doubt. No, thank you for your time as well. It was really a pleasure talking to Carter Mazur. I mean, he's local. Uh, who wouldn't want to play for the Red Wings? Uh, you know, if you grew up in the state of Michigan, uh, playing for your favorite team has to be a dream come true. And uh, thank Carter Mazur, along with Sebastian Cosa and Simon Edvinson, for joining us on this edition of the Red and White Authority, episode 167, presented by Labatt Blue. Until we uh, meet again, have a safe and pleasant one, everyone. Thanks for listening. <laughs>